Discover FX's Shogun, the official podcast available now. Every legend begins with a story. Listen and explore episode by episode the story of war, passion, and power set in feudal Japan. Join host Emily Yoshida each week with the creators, cast, and crew in this exclusive companion podcast. They dive deep into the twists and turns of the plot, go behind the scenes, and explore the real-life history that informed the limited series based on James Clavell's best-selling novel. Search FX's Shogun wherever you listen to podcasts. Tax season is approaching, bringing potential extra cash your way. Rather than spending it all on an expensive deal filled with yada yada from your current wireless plan, consider switching to Metro by T-Mobile for no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada you don't take yada yada in life don't take yada yada from your wireless provider metro by t-mobile has no contracts no credit checks no surprises and nada yada yada stop by one of over six thousand metro stores nationwide this episode is brought to you by alienware during dell tech fest score game-changing innovations with limited time deals on select next-gen alienware gaming tech new dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the alienware m18 laptop powered by an intel core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals liquid cooling three-dimensional audio with dolby atmos and impressive overclocking potential your dream setup amazing prices and free shipping await you for a limited time only at alienware deals. That's alienware.com slash deals. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. Welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. My name is Nolan. They call me Ben. We are joined, as always, with our super producer, Paul, Mission Control, Deckett. Most importantly, you are you. You are here. That makes this stuff they don't want you to know. Before we begin today's episode, we want to include a very important disclaimer, or call it a trigger warning. Mm -hmm. Call it what you will. It's important for us to say at the offset of today's episode that this this show will contain descriptions of graphic child abuse, very dark and true things. And psychological horror, really. Mm -hmm. And if this is something that uh, personally you you feel that you should not be listening to, then now is the time. Just wait for our next episode to come out. Use our old adage, turn back now. Yes, exactly, man, exactly. Because you can. You yes, that's can. part of the adage as well. Yes, <laughs> yes. that's true. That's exactly true. Uh, this this topic existed on our show first as a video series back when we were doing YouTube. Roughly uh, four series. years ago? Yeah. A little over four years mm -hmm. ago? And longtime listeners, you know that 
We have covered many things on the audio podcast that we never made videos of, and the we have also covered many things on video that we've never made an audio podcast. Lest you think that this is just a rehash of the video, we would like to let you know that this episode is much more in-depth, and it includes some pertinent updates. Our story begins in a small town with a population of a little over 10,000 people called Kurum in the Czech Republic in May of 2007. Yes, and in this small town, there was a new father named Edward T., Mr. Edward T., and he did something simple that almost every new parent has done, or many new parents have done. He installed a CCTV camera baby monitor so he could watch the new baby. Mm -hmm. in the nursery room or nursery area of their house. Mm -hmm. But there was a malfunction, Matt. Instead of seeing his own uh, wee little tyke in the camera feed, he picked up a different signal. And in this signal, he saw two children, two young boys, covered in filth, chained or tied up and restrained, locked in a cellar and being tortured by two women. One of the boys was naked on the floor, his hands restrained behind his back, and he was being forced, as Mr. Edward T. watched, he was being forced to eat food from the floor like a dog. Yeah, and you can find video stills like uh, Ben found, and we would not recommend looking at them. But if you need to understand it, you can find them. And if you so choose, they're, they're not – there's nothing that would be problematic as far as like having on your computer or something like that. Yeah. They're just kind of right. like vignettes. They're sort of like the side of a face and there's nothing graphic, overtly graphic about them. But it, they are, they are um, chilling. Yeah, you, know? you can they see – They are chilling. You can see the force feeding and the – yeah. And that's – I mean that's a really good point, Noel. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I'm sure several of us listening were thinking, wait, is this something that shouldn't be on my computer? There's like three or four of them. Oh, yeah. And they, they, you know, they immediately make you feel uh, repelled and yeah. disgusted, mm -hmm. but they're not inherently um, graphic. Right. And so we can only imagine what is going through Edward's mind as he watches this. Yeah. Is this some odd malfunction? Uh, is this some hallucination? What – he quickly realized, most likely based on the details of the cellar that he could see in the background, was that this house seemed fairly similar to his own and he deduced that this was indeed a camera feed from a similar baby monitor in his neighbor's house. Naturally, not being a monster himself, Edward called the police. And here's where it gets crazy very quickly. Yeah, very, very quickly. So the police proceed to the neighbor's home, which is uh, occupied by Clara and Katerina Marova. They're, they're two sisters who are living at this house where they believe the feed has been coming from. And the two boys that were on the camera that were seen were Andrej and Jacob. These are uh, Clara's sons. So Clara's sons, Andrej and Jacob. But those weren't the only people they found at the house. That's right. That's right. Police found two adults and three children. The third child was an adopted daughter, the adopted daughter of Clara Morova, a 13-year-old named Anika or Anna, just alternately called both. She ran into the arms of the police sobbing about the terrible 
and uh, horrific abuse that she had endured. She directed the police to the boys in the cellar. They had serious, grievous wounds. One of the boys died in the hospital, and evidence indicated that the adults had been slowly uh, skinning him and either eating parts of him or forcing him to eat parts of himself. <sighs> let's let's pause there. Let's rewind two years. How did we get to this situation? Because up until 2005, Clara Morova was a single mother of two and her two sons, Andrej and Jacob, or as we talked about off air, perhaps pronounced Jakub. Mm-hmm. J-A-K-U-B. Mm-hmm. And Andrej, O-N-D-R-E-J. These two kids lived pretty good lives. You know, they went to summer camp. They were they had a knack for language. They loved to play outdoors. But things began to change when Clara's sister, Katerina, visited the house and she brought along this 13-year-old orphan, sometimes called Anna, sometimes called Anika. And Anika – At the time, she would have been 11. At the time, she would have been 11. That's right. Anika – had a terrible, terrible story. She had escaped an abusive, possibly a child trafficking ring uh, in Norway. And now, as a result of this escape, she is under the protection of a secret organization. And Clara, being a very good-hearted person, at first, almost instantly becomes a nurturing uh, maternal figure to Anna. And apparently Anna is suffering from various diseases. She has leukemia. Her kidneys are failing. She's going blind and deaf. And she's spending a significant amount of time in the hospital because of all of these things that are going wrong with her. And it's important to note that it's always Clara's sister, Katerina, who takes Anna to the hospital. Clara is never allowed to accompany her, but she is in contact with Anna's doctor. She starts receiving instructions via text message and email from this mysterious doctor who is, as far as Clara knows, the only person who knows how to fully treat Anna or Anika for both her psychological and her her physical trauma. Mm -hmm. And these treatments get very weird very quickly. One of the treatments that Clara Morova later mentions in court was that the doctor instructed her to rub Anna's body, especially her crotch part, for several hours. Uh, and then this would improve her quality of life. Keep in mind again, uh, this is as far as Clara knows at this time, this is an 11-year-old. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Shaking my head. It's yeah. dark stuff. Claire, Claire never meets the doctor at all, except no. one time. Yeah. Uh, in the car, in the dark. So she couldn't actually see the this person's face at all. Um, but this is still a doctor. So the trust in some way in the institution that uh, he represents, it's still there for her. And he also was a diplomat. Yeah. He showed Clara a diplomatic passport and he also passed along what he said were Anna's medical files. And later Clara said, I know it sounds naive, but the fact that he was a diplomat and a doctor was a guarantee of authority for me and so I trusted him. Oof. 
Okay, so when Anna was at home, uh, she would describe these horrifying stories about sexual abuse that she experienced while she was in Norway. And during the days when she's hospitalized, when she's constantly there, Clara was supposed to talk to her uh, on the phone several times a day. And this person, this doctor, would mediate Clara's messages to Anna so she can hear mommy while unconscious. So she would be at the hospital and stay unconscious for periods of time, at least according to what Clara knew. Yeah, and by 2006, Clara paid less and less and less attention to her own children, and her sons spent more time at their grandparents' house um, than they did at home. And Clara was still trying to help Annika recover from her traumatic experiences um, in Norway and ultimately decided that she wanted to adopt her. But the doctor said there would be uh, huge problems with this. Mm -hmm. He told Clara that an adoption would not be possible. The authorities would never approve it because her sons were being uh, abusive toward Annika. So the doctor told Clara she needed to cure the boys to remove the evil spirits inhabiting them uh, by instituting a regimen of therapy. And he said the appropriate therapy was hard discipline and physical punishment. Clara began beating the boys repeatedly, often for very minor uh, perceived infractions. She would use her bare hands, a belt, or a wooden kitchen spoon. She would also lock them in the closet or bathroom for punishment for a kind of timeout situation where often they were forced to stay there overnight. Eventually, the doctor decided that this therapy was inadequate and will return after a word from our sponsors. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. 
kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Join Metro. They help you stay ahead of the game with nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no credit checks, and no surprises. Outsmarting yada, yada means, uh, you know, taxis and stuff. Shady subscriptions. Did you guys ever order something online and you thought it was just like a one-time purchase, but then you found yourself subscribed? Yeah, I had to call and stop payment on something because I had subscribed to it through Apple Pay. And even though I had like put a new card on there, it still was uh, tied to whatever card was associated with my Apple Pay. So I had to like go through this whole process of getting it pulled. It was really, really annoying. Well, that'll never happen with Metro by T-Mobile because you don't take yada yada in life and you're not going to take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada, helping you stay ahead without compromising on things you love the most. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. So when we left, we we heard that the doctor decided that this physical punishment that was being enacted on these boys was not enough. And Clara is told then by the doctor to stop behaving as their mother. And she's ordered to take the boys and move uh, to this other town. It's a small town in a different district. Okay. So the doctor then advises a stronger type of therapy, not just the physical stuff, at least the kind that he had prescribed before. And, um, in this place, in this new this new house, Clara meets with Jan Skurla, a different person, and Jan Turek, both spelled J-A-N. Uh, and they also meet with Hannah Basova. And, of course, Katerina also joins them. The sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and so this escalation, I guess, that was recommended uh, involved the following. And this is... Big big time trigger warning territory, yep. I would say. So the boys were kept in dogs' cages and they were not allowed to communicate with each other at all nor to have any of the comforts of being physically held by their mother. Um, Clara helped simulate drowning them in a bucket, waterboarding essentially, while Katerina held their hands. 
Yeah. In addition, they were burned with cigarettes, scratched with forks and cutlery, hogtied for long periods of time, forced to recite, quote, vulgar sentences. We don't know what those are, Mm -mm. uh, but they were also made to beat one another. And Jacob was, on at least one instance, forced to pretend he was dead uh, and lay in a hole that had been dug in the grounds of the compound. So the Jans were connected with the doctor? They were his, like— Acolytes in some yeah, way. Jan and the Jans, Jans. and Hannah, um, as well as Katerina, were members of something. Yeah. Right? And that, that something still remains mysterious today, but they were, yeah, they were affiliated. They weren't just random people. And there's there's pretty compelling evidence that Clara actually knew or, or had been familiar with at least Jan Turek and Hannah Basova before on some level. Have you seen the French film Martyrs, either one of you? I believe I have. It's a very yeah. extreme like horror kind of thing, but it involves a cult situation that's very similar to this where it's all about breaking people down to find who they truly are, to like expose their – ideal selves by torturing them or whatever to get them closer to god closer to god yeah Yeah, i I mean this seems like the ideology that's at play here it's very twisted and sick but uh, it reminds me of that i'm wondering if that movie was inspired by uh, this case at all and that movie while very punishing movie is actually very well done no it is for sure there was an american remake that wasn't good but the Mm -hmm. the french one is, is quite good and if i'm remembering the correct one that ending that stays with you so Probably the most extreme escalation of violence here occurs when Jan Skirla and Jan Turek cover the children's heads with bags, tie them up, burn them with more cigarettes, and then they focus a lot of their abuse on Andrej. They uh, rip off a piece of tissue from his buttocks and they burn the wound. According to some sources, he was forced to eat it. And to prevent the screaming and yelling from this torture, the group regularly taped the children's mouth shut. All, while all of this is happening, by September of 2006, Clara begins the adoption process with Annika. And she does so with the doctor's approval, the mysterious doctor from the text messages again. But surprise, surprise, more shady stuff occurs first In the Czech Republic, when you are adopting a child, the court requires a DNA test of the child. The doctor said this could not happen, full stop, because, according to the doctor, it might reveal Anna or Anika's leukemia, which for some reason he didn't want to have happen. Yeah. I I guess Clara was told that that would make the child unadoptable. Oh. The child. Yeah. So to make things even more complicated, when Anna or Anika is supposed to go to court for this adoption hearing, do you want this person to mm-hmm. be your adopted mom, et cetera, et cetera? You're not being forced to do this. All the all the basic questions one would ask. Clara's sister, Katerina, instead contacts a local actor named Victor Scala and Victor Scala's daughter impersonates Anna or Anika in front of the court. And at this time, uh, neither the, the, the daughter of Victor Scala, neither her name nor her picture have ever been published. Somehow, this whole, this whole con job worked. The court approved the adoption. And at that point, the doctor has Clara Andrej 
Jacob or Jacob and Annika move into a new house in that town in Kurum. Annika has a normal room uh, from descriptions. It had quite a few toys and it was a painted a, um, a happy yellow color. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boys are tied up and the abuse continues in a cellar. And this is when Edward T., who I have been trying very hard not to call Mr. T mm-hmm. over the course of this episode, uh, discovers the abuse. So let's let's just let all that sink in for a second. Um, okay, we're back up to the point again where it's been discovered. Let's talk about the sisters, Katerina and Clara, and what is going on with them because none of this makes sense. Let's start somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So these sisters both were apparently exhibiting some signs of mental disorders and they believed that they had received some kind of spiritual visions, uh, something that is – giving them uh, higher than regular instructions, basically. Like martyrs. Mm, yeah. But uh, they did say that they had been duped. Mm-hmm. They did. So they said that there, when, when the police were disco- had discovered this event and when it eventually went to trial, they said that the kids were beaten, sexually abused, shocked, and more because the adopted daughter, Anika, was the mastermind behind it. Anika yeah, this 13-year-old girl. Right. Anika and the mysterious text message email-only doctor, they said, had brainwashed them. Police were not sure how to proceed. The three children were being held at a, um, at a foster home kind of situation. But then Anna or Anika escaped. And as it turns out, Anna or Anika, whatever name you want to call this person, was not a child at all. You see, her real name was Babora Skirlova, and she was 33 years old. Wow. That's a twist. Yeah. Yeah, It really is. And if you look at pictures of her, you can find pictures of her online from various stages in her life, Mm -hmm. Uh, some family photos from early on when she was with the new family, as well as later photos of her. Mm -hmm. And she definitely almost passes as a 13-year-old girl. And we're talking Christian Bale levels of physical fluidity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Changing of appearance. So according to Clara Morova, Babora had incited this torture gradually, convincing the mom and her sister that she was being victimized by these boys, that they were being unfair, that they needed discipline And she said, you know, my doctor saved my life. This is the only person who can advise them. And as the investigation unfolded, police realized they were dealing with more than an isolated case. They realized there were multiple people involved. So the so-called friends of Annika's who were a party to this torture, uh, such as the Jans, Jan Turek and Jan Skria, who, by the way, uh, turned out to be Barbora Skorlova's brother, Jan Skria, that is, mm-hmm. uh, also had known each other previously. Uh, and law enforcement began to really get the picture um, that there was more at play here than met the eye and that they may actually be on the hunt for some kind of cult. And we'll get to that right after a word from our sponsor. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Join Metro. They help you stay ahead of the game with nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no credit checks, and no surprises. Outsmarting yada, yada means, uh, you know, taxis and stuff. Shady subscriptions. Did you guys ever order something online and you thought it was just like a one-time purchase, but then you found yourself subscribed? Yeah, I had to call and stop payment on something because I had subscribed to it through Apple Pay. And even though I had like put a new card on there, it still was uh, tied to whatever card was associated with my Apple Pay. So I had to like go through this whole process of getting it pulled. It was really, really annoying. Well, that'll never happen with Metro by T-Mobile because you don't take yada yada in life and you're not going to take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada, helping you stay ahead without compromising on things you love the most. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. We returned 
I guess this segment of the episode could be called, if we were going to use Gallo's humor, where in the world is Barbora Skirlova? First, she goes to Denmark. But the heat is catching on to her, so she flees Denmark. And this is right after... This is right after she escapes the foster home. Exactly. Yeah. And she was eventually found later in Norway, in Oslo, where she had purportedly originally come from, Mm -hmm. right? When she visited this house. Uh, She was living with other members of this organization or cult, and she was living as a 13-year-old boy named Adam. You can see pictures. She shaved her head. Uh, She went to school for three or four months. The only class she didn't go to was uh, PE, and her teachers didn't want to push it on her. Apparently, she did such a good job that even um, later, people who taught her would still refer to her as Adam. Police believe that Barbora's father, a man named Joseph or Josef Skirla, may be the mastermind behind the torture. Uh, he was suspected by several sources to be the doctor behind those text messages. But it is not confirmed. But it is not confirmed, yeah. So let's look a little bit more into the character of Josef Skirla. So this guy is believed to be the head of a group called the Ants, A-N-T-S. And these, uh, this group allegedly began as just a hiking collective, and then it ended up later evolving into some offshoot of this strange, um, enigmatic, controversial thing called the Grail Movement. Yeah, if we want to pause just for a second there to explain what the Grail Movement is. Sure. Uh, it started in Germany in the late 1940s, and it was the – it follows the teachings of a guy named Oskar Ernst Bernhardt, who is also known by his pen name, Abdurushin. He was a self-proclaimed messiah, and he did not establish this organization himself. The movement was organized by people who followed them. They primarily wanted to disseminate and spread the work of a book he wrote, In the Light of the Truth, the Grail Message. They're all around the world. They live in different areas, 16 countries across Europe. Uh, they're also in 22 African countries. Worldwide, they're, they're somewhere in the neighborhood of 10,000 mm-hmm. members. Uh, but they, for their part, uh, were largely considered maybe – Maybe a little out there, a little off the beaten path, but not harmful. You know what I mean? Certainly not as harmful as organizations such as, say, the Catholic Church. Oh, shots fired and other things. Uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those kind of, I don't know, it, just a little more eccentric new version of religions <laughs> that, uh, you know, ends up being called a cult because that's how we describe cults. Right, right. Um, so from what we understand about this story, this group, the Ants, was part of a larger organization similar to a scouting group in the U.S., like Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. Or I think didn't Boy Scouts change their name now? They're just scouting. I think you're right. right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. they. I think now they will admit um, female children as well. Wonderful. Well, we'll see. I mean, the Girl Scouts are still around. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Tell us what you think about it. Too much money in those cookies, man. That's true. That's true. Anybody who ever had to be in the Boy Scouts, you'll understand uh, 
you'll understand exactly what I'm saying when I say that, man, peddling popcorn just did not compare. Well, those cookies just sell themselves. <laughs> it's true. It's popcorn, true. you got to have a really slick line. Yeah, popcorn, you gotta, you've got to work the angles yeah. for sure. <laughs> sell popcorn. But uh, this, this organization, this kind of scouting organization, they met up regularly. They would go hiking, camping maybe twice a month or so. In Boy Scouts, groups of kids will be organized into smaller groups called troops. And troops are often going to be named after animals, like just almost any animal you can imagine. Rabbit troop. Yeah, that's great. The rabbits. The yeah. Weeblows. That was one of mine. <laughs> you had a troop of Boy Scouts called the Weeblows? Yeah. Wasn't that just like the mini Boy Scouts? Yeah, that's yeah, like the, I know. That's <laughs> Junior Scouts. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was awesome. Uh, just for that's even sake. below Cub, right? Um, I can't remember. The is hierarchy, it huh? is it Cub Scout, Weeblow, Boy Scout? I think that's Maybe. correct. Maybe okay, I think that's got correct. it, got it, got it. But uh, the eagle, <laughs> right? The coveted right. eagle, like Doctor Buzz Rendezvous. Isn't there also Life? Yeah. Life Scout. That's yeah, the there's Life one. after Eagle is the top one, and then you get Life before that. Oh, um, oh, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. I think, and then after that, there are all things like Order of the Arrow, and then do you want to be a Scoutmaster? And that's yeah. cool. It's interesting. You know, our uh, one of our coworkers and producers, Ramsey Yunt, is an Eagle Scout. Yeah, and you're not. I am. I yeah. was gonna say. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> just wanted to. In another life, in another life, I paid my dues in the woods. I came out way more cryptic than I meant. I meant that I had to go get orienteering merit badges and stuff. That's fair. Wow. So, so this group, the ants, was <laughs> just. Kind of like one of those. Yeah. Not the same, but kind of like it. They were just called the ants. Yeah, like the rabbits, to Noel's example. Uh, so even now, we don't know very much about the internal escalation that led this group, that led Joseph Skerla and his followers to go from being a hiking enthusiast group to possibly an offshoot of this other uh, new spiritual movement. But we do know that psychological experts studied Barbora Skirlova extensively while she was in custody and while she's under supervision. And this, again, is going to be a situation where we do want to give a warning about the graphic nature of their findings. So in their investigation, the way that the the trial went is that the trial didn't really focus on the mysterious doctor. They couldn't find that person. Mm -hmm. They couldn't prove who it was. So instead, they looked at Clara and Katerina as the instigators along with uh, Barbora or Anika. And according to the psychologists, Barbora was the main initiator and manipulator of the situation. She initiated the abuse by getting the grown-ups, quote-unquote grown-ups, because let's not forget she was in her 30s to abuse these children. And when she was arrested in Oslo, Norway, living as a 13-year-old kid named Adam, police also found her diary. And in her diary, she allegedly described all the details about her various identities, including how she prepared herself. And experts said that beyond a shadow of a doubt, this woman does not have schizophrenia or a similar disease. She knows what she's doing is wrong. She can differentiate between good and evil. And she's wearing multiple identities just to manipulate people. Yeah, it's not multiple personality disorder or anything to that effect. It's I'm doing this 
to get something. Well, and she's obviously successful at it. I mean, mm-hmm. this the amount of effort that's going into these schemes is outrageous. Like you said, Ben, Christian Bale, method, Meisner kind of like levels of yeah. Yeah. prep. Well, and here's one of the craziest things. You'd think someone like this is a criminal mastermind of some sort, a right. genius level person. A lector or yeah. something, yeah. But her, her IQ levels were tested multiple times and she consistently came back as around 99, which is not – not a genius. It's, I mean, it's, uh, it's fine. It's functioning, but it's, you know, I don't know. What, do you guys know what your IQs are? At least from the tests? No. I don't know what mine is either. I'm, I'm hoping I'm uh, in the hundred something range. You're way up there. <laughs> I, don't, I honestly have no you idea. must be. We should all take one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go one, two, three, share. Okay, cool. All right, cool. <laughs> um, also, the IQ test, as I'm sure several folks listening along with us will yes. point out, is just cartoonishly flawed. Well, yeah. And here's the here's the thing, the big question, right? Mm. She kept scoring 99. Is that because she wanted to score around a 99? Good question. Is it an affectation, right? Because what they also found was that the experts believe that this person had consciously chosen to live as a child – on all levels, on, you know, like we said, uh, like a, a Meisner, Daniel mm-hmm. Day-Lewis level uh, where production never wraps and the movie never ends. Wow. This allows her to avoid taking responsibility for her actions and they say at the same time, it allows her to get the attention that she desperately seeks because they said she had uh, what's called a histrionic personality and a strong inclination to manipulative behavior. They also had sexologists study her. I didn't realize they were called sexologists. I, I, you know, it may be an error of translation on oh, my part. I hope not. It's a very straightforward name for a profession. <laughs> yeah. I very clearly, it's, it's a legit thing, sexology, no, no. scientific study, of right? Of course, of course, of course. Um, so the, the people in this profession um, proved that she – Definitely has sadomasochistic predispositions, which I could see that as being very clear from the uh, from her actions, and with lesbian and pedophilic orientation, um, also pretty clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In other words, she mean or this means, I guess, or kind of tells us that she is excited by the exploitation and torture of children. She is sexually stimulated by that. Which is – That's the horror that insane. we were talking about at the top of the show. That's what they call a, a bad combo. Yeah, a monster made flesh. You know? I have – you know, this is, this is the kind of thing that you would maybe hear associated with very monstrous serial killers. Yeah. You know, like Albert Fish or something. Well, and it gets us into some of the most most basic but – controversial and difficult to discuss uh, topics, which is the whole nature versus nurture thing of when you, you know, when you're, when you're born um, or what happens to you, what creates something like that in someone? Generally, my opinion would be that Mm -hmm. something happens to you. That, that person is made, that person is, um, things happen to that person Mm -hmm. to create that kind of orientation, in my opinion. And, you know, when you think about the doctor, whoever that person was, if it was, in fact, you know, the father. You think maybe for it to be that specific? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such, a, such a specific hang yeah. up, a specific uh, fetish, I guess, is a lack of a, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I don't know. It's I just... mean, a lot of a lot of uh, serial murderers have either a history of abuse or a history of brain injury. Mm-hmm. That, oh, absolutely. That triggers them, and then I guess if we're looking at um, maybe a mental condition like schizophrenia, you know, there have been people who have committed murders because they have a break, but this sounds so calculated on mm-hmm. this person's part, you know? Yeah, in the in the show I work on outside of, of this one um, about the killer Keith Hunter Jesperson, he had a head injury. He also had a very manipulative, abusive father uh, that he kind of kowtowed to when he was a child, mm-hmm. and he also just had a predisposition to violence. And so it was kind of a combination of nature to sort of the show's about is like kind of like pinning down where that divide is. And you see that in all these cases. But I agree with you, Matt, that the more abhorrent and um, kind of out there that the predilections are for these people, like the more likely that part is they experienced something. Something was done to them that they carried with them. Mm-hmm. That's that's chilling. And that podcast is Happy Face, available now wherever <laughs> you find your favorite shows. Thanks, Ben. We've yeah. got a couple episodes left, and uh, we took a break off for the holidays, but um, it's it's back strong. It's going to be 12 episodes total, so it check it out. me. Thanks, dude. And as these details emerge, when we first did this video, we didn't have – the um, the benefit of this expert analysis, mm-hmm. right? We didn't find that the first time around, so the video is much shorter. Uh, but we have some additional details as well. As the different specific aspects of this case and this uh, horrific event, a horrific series of events emerges, the grail movement themselves deny any involvement with this sect – or this group, or this community, or this, dare I say, this cult known as the Ants. And they also denied any involvement with other offshoot sects of the movement. Sort of like how, um, sort of like how imams in the Muslim world will deny the nation of Islam. They'll say that's a different religion. We're Muslim. They're something else. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, and the, the other thing here mm-hmm. is the quality and the amount of filming of the uh, cameras that were set up to monitor this abuse, mm-hmm. they were of such a level that it's thought that perhaps this was something bigger than just uh, Barbara up there as Anika watching it for her own pleasure. Or, you know, could it have been somebody else also watching it? Was there, yeah, was there more to the story? And that, I think, is the most frightening aspect of this because that is largely the question upon which our story ends. Publicly, no one really knows what happened. Somehow, Yosef Skerla escaped. He was never charged with a crime. He just, like Kaiser Soze, disappeared. His whereabouts are unknown as we record this uh, we don't even know if he was actually the doctor, which I wanted to ask ask everyone, do, you, do we think it's possible that in addition to impersonating these different people, Barbara herself could have been the doctor, like with a hidden phone sending text messages or something? Mm. I don't know. Because then she did meet uh, – Clara somebody. did meet somebody in the car, right? Yeah. Ooh. 
So you have to wonder, we do have good news of a sort. Of all the people who were charged in this trial, Clara, Katerina, Jan Turek, Hanna Basova, Jan Skirla, and his sister, Barbora Skirlova, all of them were found guilty. And they were all sentenced. But they have all served their sentences already. And they live free somewhere in the world, at least as far as we could find. Barbora Skilova was released from prison in 2012. And now people believe she's either been living in South Moravia or a place called Brno, uh, B-R-N-O. The most recent reports show that she is living under a new name. Uh, no longer plays the piano. She was noted as a talented pianist. Uh, she's under the monitoring of the probation and mediation service or medication service. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the psychiatrist who observe her, she has severe mental difficulties and she often appears to switch between one or more of her previous young male personalities. Here's another thing to add to that troubling Possibility that breadcrumb of a larger ring yeah. of people. She has more, more young personalities than Anika, Anna, or Adam. Yeah. She exhibits multiple ones. And is that because she has been – she's infected other families uh, in the past? Earlier we said that she was analyzed and there were no signs of uh, multiple personality schizophrenia. So is this like calculated even more? Mm-hmm. Or is this like a Project Monarch thing yeah, where right. something is placed upon her psyche? <sighs> Good God. This story is um, the stuff of nightmares. It really mm-hmm. is. And I know this sounds really messed up to say, but I would be interested to see this handled very artfully in a, in a film. Yeah. Maybe it's too – I don't know. Maybe it's almost like <laughs> giving short shrift to the victims to even consider making this into some kind of work of you know fictionalized account or whatever like that. But I, it's just got all the – Mm-hmm. intrigue and the twists and like you could oh my god Ugh. I think there was some I want to say when we were working on this a few years back there was some film that maybe it borrowed aspects of the story but I think maybe it was just they were borrowing the idea of an adult impersonating a child so successfully yeah. for so long it's the it's called Orphan Orphan that's what it is it was available like not that long ago at least and I don't think it came out that long ago either uh, 2009 yeah. 2009. Okay. Oh, God. That's that's over nine years ago. Uh, we're old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, we're, you know, maybe we're aging like wine or, or uh, a good cheese. Like fine wine. Like fine wine. Or fine cheese. Those, tan, <laughs> those tannins are really showing up. Yeah. So at this point, unfortunately, the, this story is, is probably not over, but this is where the path drops off. We don't know much else about what's happened. Uh, We do know that according to the psychiatric reports, while Barbora has stopped playing piano near as much, she does uh, spend a lot of time drawing, quote, very morbid pictures. As for what happened to this group, this possible cult, whatever you want to call them, where the leader is, if the leader exists, if the so-called doctor exists, what their plans are for other children or other families for now it's something they don't want you to know it's a it's a relatively successful conspiracy and it's something that i'm perfectly happy to close the book on 
for mm. today because, geez, Louise. I remember that feeling in 2014 when I finished the video. Oh. I didn't ever want to think about this ever again. And here we are. <laughs> and here we are. I pull you back in, Matt. Uh, well, we got through it. Well, you're an intrepid traveler, my friend. Mm-hmm. We've made it through, guys, all of us. We can end on a on a completely unrelated, different note that's not near as depressing. Okay. Scary. Uh, here it is. We want to thank Spencer C. Schluter, who dropped by our community page, Here's Where It Gets Crazy, and hipped us to an amazing story that I did not believe at first, mm-hmm. even though it's in Time magazine. It's titled, The U.S. Military Believes People Have a Sixth Sense. That's that's cool. Yeah. Intuition. They, the, since 2014, the Office of Naval Research apparently has embarked on a four-year, $3.85 million research program to explore premonitions, intuition, or what we have on this show before called Spidey Sense. That's right. And specifically, they're looking at it for – I was going to say for use or looking at it in application mm-hmm. to, to apply to sailors and Marines, people mm-hmm. who are actually – in the fighting force and or people who are surveilling. We should do an episode on this. What do you think? Yes. Agreed. (laughs) I sense that we may. (laughs) Oh, that's the worst joke. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, Enjoy is the wrong word, but we hope you have uh, found this as strange as we have this story. Uh, let us know if you have any updates on the Kurum case or the case of the ants. Uh, and let us know if you have found stories in your neck of the woods that are similar. I know this goes without saying, but if you suspect a child, you know, uh, a, a friend of, of one of your children perhaps is being mistreated in any way, there are resources for reporting this beyond just calling the police. I mean, there are, you know, people that can help. Absolutely. In the U.S. and Canada, you can contact the Child Help National Child Abuse Hotline. It's staffed 24 hours a day, seven days a week with professional crisis counselors and interpreters that can provide assistance in over 170 languages. That hotline is 1-800-4-A-CHILD or 1-800-422-4453. But if you feel a child is in imminent danger, you know – Call, call the police. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. hesitate. Okay. And if you want to uh, call us, <laughs> just as a little turn there. Feels weird after that. Uh, yeah. Uh, and just tell us something maybe a little more lighthearted. Uh, you can you can call us right now and leave a message. We are 1-833-STDWYTK. Man, I got it on the tail end on that one. <laughs> nice work. Uh, and if you don't want to do that... You don't want to find us on Twitter and Facebook and all the other places where we're mostly conspiracy stuff, sometimes conspiracy stuff show. You can write us a good old-fashioned email. We are conspiracy at HowStuffWorks.com. that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. 
I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. But the six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max.